The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Rascal Toscobble, half-elf rogue. And nothing will stop me from killing Chad. It's just not in hard meat. Oh wow. The high off wizard. And I'm invincible. This is Sir Colvick Dykesy. Half orc cleric. And I like my lasagna baked. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. I'm going to polymorph Claire, or try to polymorph Claire, into a seahorse. (laughs) (laughs) How much damage would a seahorse take on the plane of fire? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you are surrounded by fire elemental, and then... The stuff round happens for the first time. And then you hear a large boom as this creature explodes. What? How many hit points? 90, does I Googled a- it. 90? Yep. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be an ice statue. Kind of like, would you have like nice shrimp around it and all like really fancy. <laughs> like you see at a fancy party, really made up of a statue of Steve. And it's going to be ice formed. Expecto Steve. I'm going to even give you the, the like illusory shrimp at, at the base of Expecto Steve. <laughs> nice. Kablow. Bert takes 20 Expecto Steve shrimpy face damage. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Shrimpy face damage. (laughs) (laughs) The worst kind of face damage. I will uncork the decanter of squirting at maximum squirting power. Maximum squirting power. Maximum squirt, 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 squirting. Gather crazy. Um, France. Turns out the good side again. So it's Kablau, Kabloom, Kablooey. So Roscoe and Kolvik will take two of those guys directly. Melvin is affected by one. Sorry, that was a really poor way of explaining that. Melvin is only going to get hit by one. Kolvik and Roscoe get hit by all three. So the first Juan is going to be 14 damage depending on your saves. Melvin, what's your save like? Did you hit 18? I mean, can we just assume that I did? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, that would be a five. Excellent. Take 14 damage. Roshko? 16. Take it to thy damage. How much was it? I'm sorry. Um, well, you'll get halved, so you're uh, seven damage. And Kolvik? 14. 14 damage for you. Are, the, are these things going to hit us like the whole time we're in this fire plane? Or? You don't know. Uh, Elton's damage, that's going to start with Roscoe. Cracked up here. Yeah, this will be 16 damage, if it hit, depending on how it hits. What'd you get? 23. 23 is a success. Kolvik, what about you? That's a failure. One last one for this round, and that's Dean. Dean going to come whoop up some damage. That'll be another 14, depending on saves. Kolvik, why don't you give me yours first this time? Jesus Christ! Um, that'd be 13. 13, not enough. God! 14 damage. Grab my book and go at home. <laughs> Roscoe? 13. 13 is a failure. You're also going to take the full 14 damage there. 
Dean is destroyed. We begin round seven. This has been a fairly long combat. Roscoe, it starts with you. I will move to Claire. Is she still whale form? Claire is still in whale form with 13 remaining hit points. She shouldn't still be in whale form. That's kind of annoying. <laughs> so the, 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 they just go down to zero and go back. It doesn't go... It doesn't revolve to the next one, right? So if you get like 20... If he did more than 13 damage, yeah. it would result in that damage bleeding over. It wouldn't. Yeah. So it's not wasted damage by any means? It's not 100% wasted, but what I will tell you, and I'm, just, I'm only going to spell this out because I don't think we've ever really done readied actions. We may have, but you can specify a trigger and then an action to take off of it. Um, so I would say you could like reserve your main action with the sneak attack, etc. to say when Claire reverts to their normal form, I will attack. And then you could use your bonus attack on this turn to reduce some of that 13 as well. Does that all make sense? Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll lie and wait. Okay. Uh, so where do I get still, a bonus attack from? Uh, well, you've, you've always got your offhand. That's your bonus action that you've been using for that. Uh, 15 for your offhand will hit. Minus 8. Right on. Claire. Uh, and ultimately, it wouldn't be wasted damage anyway, because there's Claire's I'm a Whale fire damage, which is going to be 12. Having only 5, 7 hit points worth of damage is going to roll over to Claire, who has now returned to fire elemental form. Uh, with that... That is going to uh, trigger your attack. So go ahead and give me your normal attack roll, Roscoe. Twelve. Twelve is unfortunately a miss. Suck. Claire is going to take two touches at Kolvik. Kolvik touch number one is a fucking math at this point. Twenty-one. That's a miss. Uh, and then an eight, which is also a miss. Uh, Melvin, it is over to you. Ray Perkins. Perkins it up. Uh, that is a failed save. Claire's going to take the whole two damage for the first one. Uh, the second one is an 11, and the third one's a 9, and that's a fail, and a fail. So another total of 20 damage for that. So a grand total of 21 for Melvin's round. That gets Claire eh, just about to bloody. Movement or anything else? Nope. Good. Kolvik. Head back to that channel of divinity. Get me myself back up there. Do it. All right. What's your pool of channel divinity points at? It's going to be uh, 16. What is that? How many times 16? Five times your clerical level, yeah. Cool. So enough. Plus the cool little uh, add-ons there for an extra six. Right on. Yep. So Yay. There we go. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit there. Alright. So Kolvik's at fifty-eight hit points, Melvin's at twenty-nine, Roscoe's at seventy-four. This is uh, about the worst we've gotten you guys in a while. We move on to the explodey people part of the round. And four of them are gonna come out this time. Uh, let's see how lucky Melvin is. Melvin is lucky. Oh and I'm sorry. You actually will not see four of them. You're only going to see two because there was a limited quantity of them in the area that you have consumed. These are the... I mean, this isn't information you guys actually should have, but I'm telling you anyway for at least a little bit of hope. The last two explodey guys come out. Um, yeah. Do, yeah. Let's see here. <laughs> hey, little, ex little explosions. Uh, Melvin, why don't you give me a d20 roll? Let's see how lucky you are. You're definitely going to get hit with the one. Natural 20. Melvin is super lucky. So the first one... And actually, let's do this. Uh, Roscoe, why don't you give me a d20 roll? 20. Wow. 20 and 20. So Clark, the exploding fire guy, is going to explode on the far side of Melvin. And Kolvik, you're going to benefit from that too. So that first dude's only going to hit Kolvik, or sorry, only going to hit Melvin. Benefit from that one, all right. <laughs> You're super lucky, it only hits you. <laughs> uh, no, that's Melvin. So Melvin, it's a 15 damage. Give me a dex save. Come on. 
cacked. Roll it again. Or that cacti. <laughs> cacked. 21. Excellent. So you're going to take half of 15, which is 7. And Billy, the remaining final fire dude, explodes. Oh man, he rolled pretty good. That's going to be 22 damage. Colvick, tell me how you did on that. That sounds like a failure. Nice. Thankfully, there's About no special eight. effect for a crit fail here, so... One. 22. 22 damage, and Roscoe, give me your roll. 27. 27 is a damn great success. You got some dexterity. Round eight of combat starts with Roscoe. Claire is right about at the bloodied point. There are no other combatants left on the field. Finish her. Give her a whack with buff daggers there. Whackity whackity. Don't come back. 29 and 19. Both are hits. Nine and two for the base damage. Fucking ones. 25. How many ones did you roll over there? That's a total of five ones you rolled this turn. That's terrible. I'm sorry, what was the total damage you said there? Uh, 11 plus what? Count them all again. <laughs> so sorry. 26. Alright, Claire is doing really poorly. He's down to that just about bloodied point. Claire is going to go for Kolvik. Kolvik, the first touch is a 21, which is a miss. The second touch is another 21, so another miss. Right. Melvin, it's over to your turn. See if you can wrap this up. You don't have much damage to do. Ray Perkins. Perkins it up. Uh, ten. And that's a failure on the save. You're almost there. Oh, three. And that's a failed save. Should take the whole three. Oh, God. Oh, my God, really? He's got one hit point left. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else on your turn, Melvin? Dangle kicker in the head or something? <laughs> no, that's a not for any damage. <laughs> but I can't kick her in the head. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm done. Kolvik, it is over to you. Claire has one. Can I run around and do like force P damage? <laughs> you can get to the other side to get advantage. I don't think, I don't, you can too, pee, but it might turn into steam. Uh, it's too hot. I don't think I'd really want to try. So you, we'll I wouldn't want to even pull my wiener out on the fire plane. Probably not. What if it extends past your comfort shield or something? <laughs> I'm gonna and you burn your wiener. Pee my pants and nobody would know. Instantly evaporate. I mean, dry out of it. Cool, look, tell me about your tell me about your turn. Okay, we we're just gonna go with the back on the offensive. Hit him with this mace. Twenty-three is a hit. Yes. And you can't not do one damage. Okay. Claire is destroyed. You stand in an empty field of fire and lava and magma and whatever scientific term applies in this particular context. That was eight rounds of combat. So between arriving, a lot of fighting, and then some heavy breathing after, you've used up, let's just call it two minutes worth of your 30 minutes that you've got here. Off in the distance, the fire giants beckon. What's the road? That fire thing? Um, no, it's like just the the vertical. You've just been going along. I had a long map just in case you guys were like, we need to fucking run. In which case then it would have been like, well, the things that happen with running, etc. Because uh, you guys did, you know, get the shit kicked out of you there. Uh, but so now you have made it to the far side of that road. And the next thing that I am going to do to you, as it were, is I'm going to move you to the next combat map, which is the place where you'll encounter some more stuff. Maybe monsters. I don't know. I don't know. Could be hugs. Who knows what? Good old fire hugs. Hug fire monsters. Who doesn't love slash hate a hug monster, right? Hug bears. Hug bears. I think I've seen that somewhere before. That has to be a D&D &D meme. Hug bears. 
So you guys are uh, you guys are pretty fucked up. Um, and just to explain for the audience uh, at home, this this like we ended the last recording session at the end of that combat. Now we're picking up with a new one. So hence the discontinuity and all of us explaining this this stuff. Do we have time for a long rest? No. I mean, you always have time for a long rest. They have a half hour time limit so before something happens. You're saying we yeah. don't? Okay. Uh, you would not want to be on the fire plane sans protection. Oh. Because we're, we're going to fuck fire monsters. Surrounded by fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need ice rubbers. Well, that would really mellow the mood for your partner. Oh, not if we're fucking fire monsters. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you're, like, you're, that'd be like a dry ice condom for a human being. Like, oh. it, the results would not be pleasant. That doesn't sound pleasant. I don't want. Moving along. Yeah. Moving along. Can't all be winners. You guys, I'm going to give you the option to do stuff before I move you on to the next map, should you decide to. That'll be up to you. Hey, uh, Kulvik, you got any of those healing spells? So how does healing work outside? Because if things cost an action, can you do multiple of those, multiple of those in a row if you're not in combat? Uh, if you are not in combat and there is nothing else constraining your time, then you can do whatever you want. Okay. You can blow your whole spell slot wad. Spell, spell slot wad? Is that... Spell wad? Splod? Your splod. <laughs> <laughs> You blow your whole splod. That's a funny sounding word. <laughs> splod. Splod. But so let's say for channel divinity for the healing, it costs one action, but what would that count as an action spell? Well, right now, okay, so the reason that Dungeons and Dragons has what is referred to as initiative, yeah. which is when you get into the like measuring out turn for turn and order and all the rest of those things, it is to uh, gamify and to ensure fairness and everybody gets a turn, etc. in a rapid action sequence. Mm-hmm. You, when you are not in a position where time or other restricting factors uh, matter, then you don't have to do it. Now, I haven't what? done it in this game, but I've actually done it in other games where, like, fucking, I have six people in a campaign and they're all trying to do stuff at the same time, and I'm like, alright, you fuckers are going into initiative right now and you can't talk unless you've got the conch. Gotcha. So, like, but I'm more that's talking. the only thing that it's for, and if you are not in initiative, the cost of an action means nothing. Okay, yeah, I got that. I was thinking spell slot-wise, for a channel divinity, what would that be consist of? Can you just do that one after another? I'm going to spell channel divinity, channel divinity, since it's an action, but it doesn't cost a spell slot. Um, channeling divinity, you have a limit on the number of times you can channel divinity in a day. The action part of it is no longer a cost that you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. But the, like, you probably can only do that X number of times per long rest or something like that. I want to say at your level, it's maybe three times. And I believe for the healing thing for a druid, you have a certain pool of hit points that you can pull from. So you have other constraints against that resource. Action is not one of them. Yep. Six level, you can use channel divinity twice between rests. Does that not go up between... uh, And 18th level, you can use it three times. And you would want to be using that for... Well, I already used one during the battle. Mm-hmm. So that kind of blew myself here. Yep, yep, yep. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and use Channel Divinity Action for Melvin, bringing me down to the uh, zero range there. Is this the Lay on Hands? This is the... I believe so. I lay thy hands on you so you can get up to half your hit points back to 85. So you'd be at 40. 42. 42. Thank yes. you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll actually be 46 because of Kesha's bling of healing. Kesha's bling of healing? Yeah, she doesn't give us money. We can't. We yeah. can't Victor's magnificent fist for her. Oh, great would it be if she did? Man. Think of, think of how easy it would be for her, too. Kesha making all that sweet, sweet Kesha money. When whatever it is that Kesha does. That rave money. She writes sweet jams is what she does. Fuck yeah, she does. I think I've come out and said this openly in the past, and I will come out and say it openly now. I enjoy Kesha's music. 
Not all of it. It may not be Mozart, but I don't really sit around and listen to Mozart. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well played. For the action after that, I'm going to go ahead and use Mass Cure Wounds for my final fifth level spell. There, each target regains a hit point equal to 3d8 plus your spell casting. Do we roll for that then? He rolls for that. 12, 12 plus my wisdom. <clears throat> 16 hit points. Plus. Plus, yeah, but no, 16. Uh, I'm picturing that meme with that woman with the math equations around her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> Pretty much what's going on in it. So wait, you rolled 12. You no, get... I rolled, yeah, uh, 12 plus 4 for my for spell casha. casting. That'd be 16. Oh, you're doing, because I thought your spell casting modifier would be higher than that by now. What's, 4. Is it? Okay. Yep. And then, uh, and then yes, you get Kasha's Bling of Healing. So that'll be a total. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Wow. That's an awesome yep. heal. For the boat of us? For the boat of you. And then I only get 20. Because I can use the Kesha Bling for healing to self or others. Mm-hmm. So I figured that's a one or the others. So I'll just do the 20 myself. That was helpful. Gracias, friend Kolvik. Mm-hmm. Click, click, and a click. Kolvik friend. <laughs> Fire bad. Oh, I've, just, I've gotten so fucking used to most video games where like you've got 10,000 hit points and shit like that. Like Everything's so exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And then you do a heal spell and you're like, well, the base will be 12. And you're like, oh, fucking, what the fuck is this even going to do? Yep. But, well, two of you have over 100 hit points, but you're all right around that number. Yep. All right. Blew my load. Your splod. Your splod. I blew my splod. Excellent. Are we ready to advance to the next phase of what, well, you can probably already guess is going to be more combat. Well, it doesn't have to be combat, but more stuff happening. About stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could be. It doesn't not have to be. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't brussens. Doesn't brussens. All right, so I am going to scoot you onto the next map. Scoot you do. Okay. Scoop, scoop a doop. Oh no. I don't like the look of those guys. Their swords are very wide. Hey, bad guys, Cloud wants his sword back. Oh. Burn! Oh. Nice one, Matt. Kind of good on that one. The top of the hill that you are currently facing is covered in small pools of bubbling lava. In these pools, you can distinctly see the egg-like shapes, though they really just look like small boulders. Four fire giants are tending these pools, using gigantic swords to poke and push the eggs in the pools around. While your approach is unnoticed, as you get close enough to where you are now, essentially, they all turn to look at you. Stern faces turn slowly into a fiery fury that can only exist in this plane as they begin to move towards you. And we will roll for initiative. Sigh. <laughs> Big sigh. I have monster initiative. This is the best I've ever rolled, probably. Well, why don't you tell me what that number is? 22. 22. Hot day. Oh. tell me about your initiative. A coincidence, because I also got 22. Oh, fucking. <laughs> yeah. Zynga. Roscoe? 15. Aw. How, re- how do you resolve? Uh, who has the higher plus, dexterity? Plus your uh, dexterity, right? I mean, your initiative bonus. Me. Is it? Yeah. Well, fuck, I got a 20. Roscoe rolling it up to the 20. <gasps> Kolvik, what's your dexterity? Uh, the number, not the 30. modifier? The number itself, not the modifier. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 15. 15. <sighs> Dicks. Oh, we need the three-way tiebreaker. What happens I'm now? I'm just going to have you guys roll a d20. No, we need the official rule. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do know the rule. It's like DM's choice after that, and DM's choice right now is roll a dice. And you know what? Here we're gonna. Here's what we're going to do. Whoever can take the beast. Melvin has the worst luck in the universe. I'm going to have him roll a d8, and I'm going to have Kolvik roll a d6. That should oh. even things out. Um, no. You're still going to roll the same number, which is the Preparate funniest part. 
Fucking A. Fucking A. One. Six. Sure worked out for me, DM. Well, you're going second in combat. I think it'll still be fine. Yeah, I feel like we got the jump on these guys. Yeah, I think we For all the good it'll do us. We're going to die. We might. We might. I mean, you guys are pretty beat up, and you ran through the long leg of combat to get here, and uh, then you're going to have to run back. So so we've got Melvin, Kolvik, and Roscoe at the top of the order. We have four fire giants, Scone, Skistel, Gurn, and Mulgir, and so begins... Round one of combat. I will remind you that your objective here is to get the eggs. Did I tell you guys how many you needed to get? I would assume four. I feel like it was four. Let me go back and check my notes. So you guys need to get those. I will remind you also that if combat is feeling like it's a little intense, that you can just fetch these things and skedaddle. But keep in mind that moving the thing that will carry the eggs is uh, going to take you guys an action um, or some actions to move around. And also, if you did not notice, I'll point it out now, um, I did not give you guys a way to get the eggs into the crate. So you're going to have to figure something out. We can't pick them up with our hands? It would hurt you. Even with the potions? Mm-hmm. I mean, it would hurt half as much, but it would still hurt quite a bit to, like, dip your hands in lava. So I'm seeing, yeah, where are these eggs? Can we see them at the moment? Uh, what you can see is that um, there are four or five larger pools on the map of lava. And I did, so here's a, here's a tangent, right, is that I looked it up to make sure that no one could correct me on magma versus lava. <laughs> And lava is magma that has left the earth. And I wanted to like just slap it down and be like, you're not on earth. <laughs> so there's that. Lava that is above the surface. Magma, once it uh, goes above the surface, is lava. Anyway, that got no one any entertainment except for me. But hey, I got to get my kicks where I can. So you guys see several pools of lava around you, and you can see that these fire giants with their giant way-too-wide swords have been poking in there and stirring these fire elemental eggs around. Also, it is not official canon in the D&D universe as far as I know that fire elementals come from eggs, but that's my fucking MacGuffin for this episode, so fuck anybody that's squirming in their seat right now being like actually fair elementals are born from blah 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 <laughs> i'm just you get a piss off ghost for that all right so to set the scene can we see the eggs in the pools or we just see the pools you can see the you can see them boiling around in there think about like if you're boiling hard-boiled eggs and they kind of roll up to the surface sometimes that's kind of what you're seeing you can definitely distinguish that they are in there it's hard to tell from where you're at how many are in each pool though and how big are these giants uh, I believe a fire giant is 18 feet tall. Let's just take a quick look in the Le Monster Manual to give you a better idea. I'm pretty the sure. Le Monster so. Manual. Hello to all of you precious VGAT fans. I am so glad you're here. I'm pushing up against deadlines here this week, so we're going to keep the mid-roll nice and short. Our website is thevgat.com, T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. We got Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Patreon, and perhaps more importantly, we have the best patrons that have ever existed. You could become one too, if you're cool enough. I'll also issue a quick apology to the folks who are waiting on pogs and stickers. I've had some vacation and travel and an absurd amount of difficulty with the Postal Service on this round of mailings, but I am very hopeful that by the time this episode is released, all of the stuff will be in the mail. Thanks to all of you for your patience, and don't worry, it's coming. And with that, we return to Fiery Combat. I have a question, too. Please, address your question to me, the Dungeon Master. Um, what would... Do I have any idea what would happen to a fire giant if it fell into lava? 
About the same thing that would happen to you if you fell into a puddle. I mean, eventually, if a fire giant was like laying in a magma pool, I think it would damage them, but they're, I don't think it would really do much if they just fell in. Thinking of something clever and cool, nothing's yep. coming to mind. I am impressed with my own memory right now that a fire giant is, in fact, exactly 18 feet tall. Obviously, there is some variation, but that's what the rules say. And the landscape is kind of rocky with like little rocky spires sticking up here and there, boulders. Yeah, I wish I could remember who I uh, stole this map from to give them credit, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of craggy, kind of open. Can you a... tell me right now, at this moment, do fi- do I know if fire giants speak common? Mm, let me just double check to make sure that they do, but I'm pretty sure they do. Oh shit, boys. Looks like we got a plan of brewing. I like it. I like the cut of your jib. Uh, in fact, unfortunately, the languages section of Fire Giant lists only giant. Ah, oh, shit, boys. Looks like our plan became a little more complex. Can't you speak languages? I can't speak giant. I am a big man. I'm not a giant man. I thought you had a spell that allowed you to speak. I do. It's going to be kind of do. It's going to take more than one turn now. Kind of, I was thinking. <laughs> So that's the deal. You might have been asking yourself, what's the deal with fire giants? And that's the deal with fire giants. You know what's going to happen way right now, though? she blows. Yeah. What? Melvin, we've stalled long enough. It is your turn. Okay. All right, guys. What I think I'm going to do is what has been pretty useful before. I'm going to look at the nearest fire giant, which is off to my right, and uh, looks like his name is Mulgear? Sure. Sure. And I'm going to attempt to polymorph him into a... What did I do last time? Killer whale? Does that sound right? Seahorse. No, I tried seahorse, but that has too low a hit point. Oh, Died oh, too fast. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. So, You're right. I think it was a killer whale. I think it was a killer whale. So I'm going... That's what I'm going to do. What did we establish? It was like 93 hit points. Am I remembering 93 hit points correctly? Hold on, let me Google it. It says here, Killer Whale has, yes, 90 hit points. 90 hit points. Hmm. So we're going to dump this fucker on his side. I'm going to assign him 90 hit points. And there's there's a, a saving throw for that, if I recall? Yes, it is a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom! That is a... Failed wisdom saving throw at a mere humiliating nine. Giant not smart. (laughs) They have a plus two. They're actually smarter than most of you. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just say wiser. Mulgear, the fire giant, is now a killer whale. Steaming away in the fire plane. Um... Is he flopping around? Oh, he's 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 a flopping. I hope he doesn't flop into that pit of lava. Uh, I think I just had him sit there and flop last time around. So, okay. Well, I'm gonna go move to the other side of him and get um, close to him. Are you gonna try and push him into the magma? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I suppose it would be a very unique sensation for a fire elemental to get burned. That'd probably cause a lot of confusion. Not the status effect confusion. Hope I scar him for life. All right. Uh, So welcome to your successful role. Don't you feel great about yourself? Would you like to do anything else on your turn? Uh, I don't know if I have enough time to kick this killer whale into that hole, but uh, if not, I'll be done with my turn. I think you can kick him, just not to any effect. So if you want to kick, you can kick. Like, it, would, it wouldn't do anything? So will I not be able... Okay. Well, yeah, I'll just kick him in the face then. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Uh, so he's kicked in the face. Kolvik, let's move over to your turn. Does he... Wait, do killer whales have blowholes? Can I kick him in the blowhole? <laughs> I feel like that would be the most sensitive part. You're getting burned and, like... Cornhole blowhold for the first time oh, yeah. ever. I'm gonna look that up. This is, yeah, they do. Oh, they do? Okay. Oh, wait. Actually, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I do a whale. look that up. Killer whale blowhole? I don't. I wasn't sure. 
Killer whale blow. They have blowholes. They're fucking whales. That's what I thought, but I could be wrong. Let's blow a hole. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> They're mouth breathers. They're stupid whales. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, good point. Yeah, they do. According to these pictures. <laughs> According to pictures. I like that you did an image search for it instead of just looking up an article. Well, I wanted to see, all right? I wanted to, I wanted to know what it looked like. He can't so. sort out those squiggles into words. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, faster to look and see if they have a blowhole than read through an article. Sir DM, on my turn, yes. would I be able to stand here and not get burned? Uh, yes, but we're just going to measure that distance yeah, real quick. I forgot quick. how to do that cool hotkey. Uh, that is 30 feet. That's so exactly what I need. Yeah, and that's exactly how much you have. Okay. So Melvin screwed up my initial plans, but I'm happy you got to kick a blowhole. Not everyone gets to do that. Right? Hopefully my foot doesn't get stuck in there or something. That would suck. <laughs> Makes like, <laughs> like <laughs> those weird squeaky noises. So I'm going to yell out my plan without any response, not expecting anything, while I'm trying to beginning to run, stating I'm going to ask one of these guys, or command one of these guys, to pick up the eggs for us from the fire pit. Ooh. And so... I'm going to say that while running, knowing they can't understand me right now, so I can say whatever I want. Right. Wieners! And then I'm going to go ahead and... Wiener, 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 Go ahead and ta- cast Tongues. Tongues has been cast. It is a single action. You touch that creature. Mm-hmm. Touch it. Do you have a small clay model of a ziggurat with you? Let me check. <laughs> I do! I do have a small clay model of a uh, I figured that would be in your inventory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a weird... Com- Who <laughs> fucking just got to sit around and get high as fuck and think of spell component requirements? What's a ziggurat? Uh, it is a not a smooth temple, uh, or pyramid rather, but a stepped pyramid. Like, like an like Aztec. A, think like, like an Aztec. Aztec. More along with mine. Incan, Mayan, Central America. It's a real way to go. Good on them. I believe there were several Asian cultures that built ziggurats as if well. If you slip on an Egyptian pyramid, it's right to the bottom. I know. Mm, what a stupid design. Mm-hmm. That was a dumb way to die. I think the first time I understood what a ziggurat was was when I was playing The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, and in the dark world, you appear on the ziggurat. And I was like, damn, what the fuck is this weird thing? And What's the name of like, World yeah, of Warcraft? Yeah, that's a ziggurat. The name of Warcraft 3 isn't ziggurat, ziggurats? Something like that. Warcraft? I've never yeah. played it. I don't know. Nerd. Really? It was fun. It was fun. Actually. It was a lot of fun. If you can handle all the people. No, I only did. <sighs> I did a lot of single player in that game, and then I tried to play some of the multiplayer. Oh, wait. You're talking like, like, new fag, LOL, noob, noob, fucking fag. I was fucking mom. <laughs> oh, so I think of like uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, not World of Warcraft, but Warcraft 3. That's what I had like. That game was fun. Yeah. Oh, I never played yeah. World of the, Warcraft. The resource strategy game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The 4X strategy game. Is it better than Command and Conquer? No. No, Red Alert 2 was awesome, right? Fucking Command and Conquer had lasers and shit. Mm-hmm. And missiles. Prison tanks and, and like, yeah. weather control devices. The game it's was next to impossible to find a playable version of that, no? That's a shame. Kolvik, what are you doing on your turn? Oh, you can. <laughs> Second hand shops have... Okay, sorry. Um, so I'm touching this guy. Ooh. In all the right places. Mm-hmm. One finger way up there, and you can communicate mm-hmm. with him. <laughs> <laughs> this is all you communicate. Yeah, let's be keeping this my communication finger. R two D two, like trying to <laughs> interface. <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 oh, there it is. His wrist turns all the way around. <laughs> 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 Tell me again what you're going to say to this guy with your, <laughs> as you <laughs> gently touch him. Well, so far, I can't say anything because that was my action. Because um, right now, he can just understand me now. Hey, just try it. Uh, try to do just it. try it. And then see if he does see it. See if he does it. Well, you, so you ran. I ran. You um, cast tongues. I cast tongues. You have time to say a brief sentence, but were you going to do command or like like the spell? I was like, going to do gash. That's like the main, that's the whole point of it. That's the second 
right. secondary, and I was going to try to do it in one turn, but I have to have him understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can just get your finger in there and then not... Yes. You, like, you can talk to him, <laughs> but he doesn't understand so you I'm just going to kind of put it in there. I'm like, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> and then he'll understand me and... I'm sconced, his He eyes clenches his butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing your wrist. <laughs> his eyes get big and roll back, like in that Rectix commercial or whatever. Like... <laughs> Oh, you're speaking my language now. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> From that day forward, Kolvik was known as friend of the, the giants. Pie, the giant. Anywho, so your finger is somewhere applied to Scone, the fire giant. On Scone, the fire giant, so he can now understand uh, what I'm saying. Well, any spoken language here, so anybody can talk to him. Oh, nice. And understand. <laughs> what a revelation. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, whoop, I can understand it all. He gets home from his fire giant shift at the end of the day. Honey, honey, we got to try something. <laughs> no, 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 like no, I can no, really no. understand you if we just do this. Anywho. All right, so that's your turn. Uh, turn. Play your turn. And Roscoe, it is over to you. All right. I'll run over here, if I may. And I'm going to take my immovable rod and ram it right down that fucking killer whale's throat and lock it into play. Oh. That will have interesting consequences. Um, I am curious. <laughs> I can't see any kind of a specific roll. You know what? Actually, uh, why don't you give me... Why don't you give me a dexterity roll to see if you can get your hand in and out of there without getting bit... 25. Oh, more than enough. So your rod goes into his mouth and activates, and that's what happens. Very good. Also, I can't believe I just said that and no one. Your rod goes into his mouth and activates. <laughs> uh, you guys just, everything else we say, and you guys just let that slide. I didn't even mean it to be anything, and it just. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> God. Immature, really. Yeah, grow up. <sighs> anyway, anyway, more D&D, okay. More D&D, Jesus. Skion has a turn now. Skion. <laughs> Skion. Uh, how does Skion react to... I mean, are you really putting a finger in Skion's butthole? No. <laughs> okay. no we'll be, I mean, he has a lot of armor plate on. That'd be pretty good if I could do that. Nope. It might, well, I mean, it could be like Utilicilt style. No, I feel like... He's 18 feet tall. You're touching his knee? I'm pretty much, yeah, touching his um, thigh, caressing Ooh. his thigh. I'm going to slap my hand on his thigh. He's got a good foot of butt cheek to get past if he's 18 feet tall. Yeah, seriously, that's elbow deep just to get to the rim. Yep. So, uh, let's see here. My Well, he saw his buddy get turned into a killer whale. And he probably doesn't know what that is. But I think he's going to surmise from that that their intentions are... Not friendly, even though you have a gentle, gentle hand on his thigh. So, Skin is going to attack you. Oh, no, Skin. And is going to make two greatsword attacks. Attack number one. That was a good snap. Is going to be a 21. That'll miss. Whoa. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's amazing AC. Yeah, man. 22 you're at these mm-hmm. days. That's where we're at now. Greatsword number two is 22. That will hit. That ties your ack. Um, Gathering dice. Yeah, Gathering lots of dice. dice. Oh my god, three ones and a two. So that's a total of five, plus two more. Six, 11, plus seven. So that'll be 18 damage from that second great sword tack. Dang, that, that was from a bad roll? Yeah, that's three ones. Uh-huh. It's 6d6 plus 7 slashing damage. Jeez. And that's per hit. Uh, yes. Don't get hit by him, guys. This, uh... Too good wax and you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As it should be. Skif- <laughs> Skistle is way, way far away. Um, is going to approach just slightly, but is going to stay near that pool, and is going to throw a rock at Kolvik. Hmm. What a dick. Yeah. 
Uh, that'll be a 30. So I suspect that hits. Wow, and that's just for the AC, huh? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, yeah, dodge that at all, eh? Unless you have an ability that allows you to dodge, you cannot dodge. Yeah, dig deep, man. I mean, deep, I think I'd, like, I'd have a shield. I'd be able to... Oh, damn, but... I mean, the rock is, like, the size of you. Yeah, true. Okay. All right, so that is... Uh, that'll be another 17 damage as a fiery rock flies across the horizon and smashes off the back of you. Is as 17? you. Yes, 17 damage. Total of, what is that, 35 for this round? So ends... Uh, Skistel's turn. Gurn is up next. You know Gurn, right? Everybody knows Gurn. Gurn is going to do a similar thing, but is Gurn to do it to Roscoe? Yuck, yuck, yuck. Man, nothing? Is it just getting too late? Roscoe, does a 21 hit your AC? It does indeed. It does indeed. Let's get all these dice back out. That's going to be 25 for you. From this big ass rock. <laughs> Molgear is going to be a whale. Molgear <laughs> is going to take a total of seven damage from being a killer whale on the elemental plane of fire. And that brings us to round two. Melvin, it is back to you. All right, so the I'm standing next to a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there an egg in the pool that I'm next to? Uh, I'm going to have you make a perception check to see if you can see what's all in there. That would be a 12. With a 12, you can tell that there are at least three eggs in this pool. Holy crap. Here's what I want to do. Uh, I'm going to take a step back from Mulgear, and I'm going to stop concentrating on the polymorph spell Okay. that he's currently being affected by. And I'm out of... Uh, fourth slot spells but I have a ring of spell saving where there is actually a polymorph spell stored inside of it and I would like to use that on Grim or wait, Gurn okay and turn him into a killer whale (laughs) (laughs) just for giggles, huh? Um, okay, so that was a wisdom saving throw no giggles about it when you're dying, DM. Well, I mean, as soon as they stop concentrating, they just go back to being the original creature with their full health. So, like, it's basically a really long way of knocking them prone. But they are out of commission during that combat. So, Mulgear is going to turn back into a fire giant. And Gurn is now going to become a giant killer whale. So, I'm going to remove... But Mulgear also has an immovable rod down his throat. Indeed. Yes. So we'll resolve that when it gets to Mulgear's turn. Preemptive standing up. That's why I was like, no, stay down. <clears throat> oh yeah, I should I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at like a forty five degree angle on the map. <laughs> 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 to imply the transitional state <laughs> with a jaunty angle. That's great. Alright, so well done, Melvin. Uh, anything else you'd want to do on your turn? Um, I would try to, I don't know if this probably would be an action. If I have room, I would try to throw my immovable rod to Roscoe. Hmm. Yeah, let's have you make a dexterity check to try and throw your immovable rod over this pool of lava to Roscoe. This is going to be good. (laughs) This is going to be good. Is your dexterity negative what? (laughs) I have a two to dexterity. Sneaky wizard. 18. 18. I feel like that's a very successful roll. And then Roscoe, I'm going to need a dexterity check from you to catch it. 17. Right on. Both are easily done. So that rod gets whipped across. And I'm going to say that that's all you can do on your turn. Fair enough. Kolvik, over to you. Well, I just realized that I am actually out of fifth level spells. So I have to cast out a higher one. So I need to decide real quick what level that's going to be. I haven't used it yet, but I'm not going to worry about it. Merge. I'm going to use it as a, since it's not a concentration spell, as a level 8 
spell. You're gonna burn a level eight slot. Yeah, symbol's been too good to me all along, and aura is a cool temporary, but I don't know how good that's gonna be. When all I right. Do that. Small slots fit in big slots. Yeah. And I need that word to recall at level six. Do it up. All right, so I'm gonna use Gesh on. Would I okay? What I know ahead of time as well, whether these eggs, whether they come out of the fire, are they going to hurt us if we carry them when they get out of the lava? Oh, they are for sure gonna hurt you. So they're for sure just they're fire eggs, pretty much, right? On fire all the time. Yeah. So this, I guess, I wasn't as clear about this as I should have been. So you guys are wearing uh, what is known as an amulet of comfort. What yeah. that allows you to do is be comfortable in any temperature whatsoever. Right. They have a temperature like. Oh, sorry, they have a time limit on them, but like it's like across the board, like you could be hanging out on the surface of the sun. But things that directly attack you or would otherwise injure you, like physical objects, and I don't fucking why is this the case? Magic, whatever, hand wavy. So, like, if you picked up a hot ass rock or put your hand on a stove or whatever, like that's gonna still injure you, or if you get hit with a fire-based weapon or spell, that's still gonna hurt you. All right. But the environment itself. Um, just like hot ass air mm -hmm. isn't gonna hurt you. How heavy are the eggs? Can I tell? I'm gonna say that these eggs are. It's a good question. Let's go with about 20 pounds a piece. Ooh, is a heavy egg? Yeah, they're big. They're like bowling ball size, and they're fucking dense. Do you think they're delicious? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, well, we got those eggs, but man, we were hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Made a spicy omelet. I'm gonna feel it tomorrow. <laughs> Did you ever guys watch so, almost almost heroes with yeah with Chris Farley where he had to go get the like eagle eggs and there was a whole bit where like eagles attacked him and all this other stuff, but all he needed was the egg shells, and so he didn't even need the whole egg. Nice. I feel like this is one of those scenarios. Like we only needed a little bit, like one piece of an egg. We didn't need the whole thing. <laughs> you guys suck. All right, so we're gonna cast Gash. So the creature you touch has ability. Moreover, the target speaks. Ah, there we are. So more importantly, it is a wisdom saving throw. Let me start off with oh, that I wisdom was, saving throw. I was reading throw. the uh, tongues one. That's why it doesn't make any sense. Kablow. Wow. What's your, sp what's your saving throw? That is perfect because I rolled a 16. Well, I rolled a 14. They have a plus two. Oh, damn. So I guess your spell was successful. Oh, hey. A while since I've been able to use that shitty pun. <laughs> so you place the magical command on a creature you can see within range, forcing it to carry out some service or refrain for some action of the course of an activity as you decide. If it doesn't, it takes 5d10 psychic damage. Alright. So I'm going to ask this giant being his giant self to gather as many eggs as he can from this pool in front of him and put it into our Ark of the Covenant uh, container. And on its turn, it's gonna do it. On its turn, it's gonna do it. All right, and... Because it's gone. He's gonna do it. He's gonna, gonna Just do really, it. Just really, I'm not getting any traction on the shitty name puns tonight. You're the Punisher. Ooh! Oh! Dang. And with that, I'm gonna go ahead and run away by the Ark of the Covenant. 30 feet away. As a friendly reminder to those folks at home, we use the Ark of the Covenant as the icon for the little box they're carrying around. Excellent. Roscoe, you have Melvin's rod in your hand. So I'm going to run to Gurn, and I'm going to vault over him like a cartwheel through the air, like fancy Jedi style. Nice. Cramming in the movable rod into its blowhole. As I pass over <laughs> oh. and activating it and one oh. fell swoop. Uh, oh, man. I have to make you do a roll for that, but you can do it an advantage for the cinematic law. Uh, what's my modifier? Dexterity. 19? Yeah, that's good enough. You execute a perfect uh, cartwheeling flip over Gurn, cramming an immovable rod into a blowhole. And you just gotta wonder what that's gonna transmogrify back to when he returns to normal mortal form. What do you think a blowhole would turn into? Never mind. Anyway, uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Activating does cost you the action, so unless you have a bonus action, that's it. I'm going to hide. Take advantage of that cunning action. That's what I'm doing. Go ahead and give me a sneaky roll. Ooh, that's not great. 
Well, that is great, though. Uh, so, 21. 21. All right. If anybody's looking for you, they'll need to beat a 21. We move over to Skion's turn. And as a fire giant, Skion has a movement speed of 30 feet. It is... Come on, fucker. It is exactly 30 feet over to the Ark of the Covenant there. So Skion is going to retrieve from this pit. Um, there was actually five eggs in this pit, but I'm just going to say four because that's all you guys really actually need to fit in the box, if I remember right. I hope I'm right about that. And as an action, Skion is going to pick up four eggs, bring them to the Ark, and place them inside. Um, I'm going to say that Skion is able to, like, kind of with an elbow, flip the lid off of it uh, and place them inside, but now the lid is just laying on the side of the box because you didn't tell him to close the box. I didn't tell him to do that. You're right. <laughs> foolish. Oh, no. Really foolish. Womp womp. Um, Skistel is, I think, understandably confused and is going to make an attempt to run down there confused by its brethren's action uh, I think it can get to about right next to it but not quite up to the the Ark of the Covenant there uh, but dashes down to like make an attempt to stop this action we move over to Gurn's turn uh, Gurn being a killer whale in an unfriendly environment is going to take a little bit of unfriendly environment damage that's going to be a total of nine <laughs> it's so stupid they're just killer whales and <laughs> like the lava pits. that sounds like a guar song you guys remember guar yeah yeah killer whales on the fire plane Whoa. It sounded like somebody just dropped a record or like on the yeah. <laughs> 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 grab the needle button very fast. Yeah. <laughs> you might be wondering how I got in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't been talking over your fart. That was way more important than my words. That was it fighting over your talking. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Jazzy Colvick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so Gurn really can't do much of anything but flop and burn. <laughs> um, all right, so now we come to the interesting part. So let's say, let's imagine, um, let's imagine for just a moment that you, as a fire giant, an 18-foot-tall fire giant, have been transformed, polymorphed rather, into a killer whale. <laughs> and then someone stuffs an immovable rod in your mouth and activates it. And then you go back to normal form. Sounds like a sweet, like, uh, Twilight Zone. Imagine, if you will, a world <laughs> where you would transform into a dolphin. Imagine, if you will. So, what's going to happen with that? I see two things happening, potentially. One of them is, like, your jaw is locked to the ground, and that basically forces this immovable rod, like, deep-throating for you. And the other option is it just kind of like harmly slide, harmless, harm, bleh, harmlessly slides like away from you as you resume your normal form, like polymorphing back out. So I'm going to roll a d20. And if it is a... Episode 93, And It Burns, was released on July 14th, 2019. The hits just keep on coming with every single episode of... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! You know another weird plural one is? Chassis. Yeah, I hate that word. Chassis, chassis. Like if you, if you if you have if you have more than one chassis, you have chassis. Really? <laughs> also, it sounds like like a redneck little girl name.
Chassie, get your ass up here for dinner. <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone named Chassie out there now. I really want to know. Almost certainly. What? You can't get cancer from eating ass. You uh, sure can. Uh, yeah, you can. 